Okay, welcome to season four, episode two. Two, two, two welcome. Two, welcome. Two. That, that sounded like a cartoon. I, f- I felt like we this we we're on Car- Nickelodeon. Cartoon, two, Yeah, yeah. Episode two of Trek to the Holodeck, season four. Oh, welcome. Hi. As you can tell, Mark has joined us. Darius was not physically present for this episode, but he's behind. He knows the editor. He works really closely with the editor and uh-huh. he put it all together. So yeah. this is still basically brought to you by Darius. Yes. Uh, I'm Jan. I'm Dylan. I'm Mark. What up? What That's up? That's Mark. I'm going to do this just for my own sake, just for my brain. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Darius, take that line. Put it, put it first. <laughs> Put that first. And then we go into the introduction. <laughs> We're just making a puzzle piece for Darius to edit. Uh, yeah. do everything this is just what I do all day. This is all I do to, every day is just moving stuff around. That sounds exhausting. Your brain must be totally fried. Yeah, yeah editing a documentary, guys. It's um I can only do it for like two hours at a time. And then I have to go terrible. lay down. Yeah, try doing it nine hours. No, that says does not sound yeah. good. Uh okay. Uh, speaking of documentaries, this episode is incredibly accurate, <laughs> factual, scientific episode. Which episode is it? Evolution. It's a threshold. Thresh- threshold? Uh, threshold. 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 Is Star Trek Voyager Threshold season two, episode <laughs> fifteen. 29 January 1996 is when it came out. This is our second episode in our series of worst episodes of Star Trek episodes ever that, that featured a holodeck. <laughs> I understand why Darius decided to skip this episode of the podcast and why you brought me in here because, <laughs> good Lord, is this a stinker. <laughs> you know, honestly, usually the ones that are the worst, I think, are our best episodes. I always look forward to the bad episodes because it gives us free reign just to fucking yeah. go buck wild. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing, here's the thing. Threshold... Threshold uh, <laughs> commits the, the 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 number one sin of being bad, which is not being entertaining. Yes, it's not just bad; it's also really boring. Fucking boring! Oh God, it's so insanely boring. You know, Dylan and I and some other friends we we like to we we do a, like bad horror movie night, mm-hmm. and that's always really fun. You know, you just got to pick the right ones because the movies are bad, but in a way that's really entertaining. Uh, this one just. This is not watch. a blast. Tough watch. Tough watch. It's tough watch. So, uh, get your lizard skin <laughs> costume ready. It's, Take it's, your tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> Sit yourself down and strap yourself to the chair and get the eye thing from uh, what's which what's it called? Uh, Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. So your Next eyeballs to the are warp open. Core. Yeah. Next to the warp core. Next to the warp core. Cozy up next to that warm warp core. <laughs> Turn your TV on and make yourself listen to this episode of Trek, Trek to the Holiday. We believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Without them, even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. That one made absolutely zero sense. I love it. 
Uh, okay, let's just get right into this. Okay, let's, let's get into let's it. Go. The writer. I, I mistyped it. I'm going to read it how I mistyped it. The Telefe <laughs> is by Brandon Braga. BB. Classic. And the story was by Michael DeLuca. This is his story idea. <laughs> he was the lead. He was the head of New Line Cinema. Writing credit, I'm pretty sure. And <laughs> I, I, I want to headcanon just say like, maybe this is it. Maybe he walked into the writer's room He's like, hey guys, how you doing? And they're like, oh, we're just doing pitches for the season. We're like at episode 14, 13. It's like, oh, cool. Here's one for you. Uh, what if uh, what if that guy, the you know, the blonde guy, what if he turned into a lizard because he went too fast? Oh. And they're like, oh, that's that's a good idea. He's like, really? Because I kind of just threw it out there. And like, oh yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, so what do you guys normally do when there's a pitch? It's like, so they do a whole like hour and a half long. Just like this pitching. was the last episode of television he ever wrote. And it's just I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> this. Oh, uh, God. I want to. Th- he was then the head of New Line Cinema. Afterwards, he just left. He evolved into a higher being. He produces an insane amount of shit. Like an insane amount of stuff. I gave him the job so that he would stop writing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They were, like, upwards. they were like, oh no, give him a producer job so he won't please. write anymore, please. Never oh. needs to write again. Good lord. Directed by Alexander Singer. And the music was by... Coming... Go ahead, Dylan, do it. Uh, coming in... What did we do? Like? Coming in at 25 pounds. He's putting it back on these days. Good for him. It's our boy, Jay The one, the only, Jay You know what sucks about this episode, in addition to everything else that sucks about it? Mm. Not even an interesting soundtrack. No. It's At least boring. Code of Honor had a banging soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. There's there's hard. There's not a lot of like good stuff in this. Like Code there's of Honor less, had a lot of bad stuff. There's less racism in this though, so I'll give it that. It's true. That's true. Is there less racism? I mean, yes, yeah. there is. <laughs> there's less. Yes, up. there is less racism in this episode than is there, there was in Code of Honor. I'll give, I will give it that. <laughs> Congratulations. Nine years later, there was less racism, less racism in an episode of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying oh to God. remember if Chakotay at any point came in and just said some random bullshit Native American thing, you know, like the made up religious stuff. Probably. But he didn't, he did, he didn't he even didn't. do that this episode. They didn't have Chakotay say like, <laughs> maybe the lizard salamander is who you needed to become to really become your true <laughs> self or some bullshit, you know? Here, touch my peyote machine. No, I'm not touching that thing. <laughs> God, I love his peyote machine. That Mark, thing's so awesome. Mark, will you do us the honor of doing a 30-second recap? Oh, God. Okay, the 30-second recap of <laughs> the worst episode of Voyager. You could do this one pretty quick, I think. All right, I think I can do it under 30 seconds. Okay, pull me up my timer. Did Google change how their timer... I used to just type in timer into Google and the timer would show up. And now it's not. And then what do I do? Do I use my phone? This sucks. Wait, you could do that on Google? Yeah, well, not anymore, apparently. Okay. What do they do? 
I now have to do a 30-second timer on my phone, which is a waste of time. Okay, ready. Okay, ready? Yes. All right. Tom is seemingly in the shuttle going super fast, breaking more barriers, then it explodes. He turns, it turns out to be the holodeck. Neelix is in the dining room and he offers to help. Um, Paris end up, ends up breaking the warp barrier um, and is everywhere at once. Um, he starts to turn into a monster and screams pepperoni. Uh, then he dies. He isn't dead. He coughs up his tongue and starts to go crazy. He kidnaps Janeway and then goes to warp 10. Then they disappear and turn into salamanders and <laughs> And the doctor heals them, uh, and then Janeway and the Paris turn into ah. frog monsters and bang. Damn it. They do bang. They do bang. They, they, <laughs> they lizard do bang. bang. I forgot about the pepperoni part. Uh, him yelling pepperoni. <laughs> he dies nice like detail. really soon after that. Screaming pepperoni. Is that when he dies? Pepperoni. Oh, God. I, I it, just would like to... Sorry. I just wanted to point out that yeah. uh, when I first realized what they were trying to do after the holodeck, and they're like, we're trying to go to warp 10. My first thought was, that's a really fucking dumb idea. You're stranded in the middle of space with finite resources. Why would you be trying to do this incredibly dangerous thing that nobody has ever done? And I get that they just want to get home, but good lord. Not a not a great great call on their part. Lot, lot, yes, a lot of things suck about this. Uh, and, and, and the big part of it for me is, you know, usually typically about a week occurs between episodes, roughly. <laughs> so did this was like, was there a morning meeting one week and, uh, Belana and Kim and Tom were like, Hey, uh, so we got an idea. I think we're going to do trans warp stuff this week. <laughs> and Janeway's like, Great. Cool. That's good. We're pretty clear on everything else. And they just <laughs> casually kind of figure out transwarp in seven days. You know, this wasn't like a season-long arc where they're like looking for transwarp coils. You know, they're trying to like find the math, recruiting species in the Delta Quadrant. Like, hey, do you know about transwarp? Like, oh, yeah, well, we got this theorist. Like, that would have been cool. Like, a whole like thing. Instead, no. they're just like, uh, yeah, I just put a little rocket fuel in my shuttle. <laughs> found some new dilithium. I was going to say, they <laughs> found some, go fast. Conven- <laughs> conveniently found some special dilithium that they never speak of again. Like, Ever. Oh, oops. <laughs> we used it all up. I like to think Sorry. that Tom, Tom just like woke up in the middle of the night, crazy hair, and was like, I know how to do it. Warp 10. I know how to do it. And then just like immediately ran to Balana and uh, Harry's bedrooms and was like banging on the door. I was like, Warp 10. Warp 10. <laughs> Pepperoni, pizza. Pepperoni pizza. Warp 10. <laughs> Pepperoni pizza. I can't even enjoy the bad parts of this episode. The pepperoni pizza moment should be iconic. But it should the be episode, hilarious. It's so bad that I can't even enjoy it. It's also his when he be, starts to become the creature, yeah. it's so off-putting and disgusting that it is not even fun. It's <laughs> literal body horror. It, it I, is. I wrote that in my notes. I yes. wrote body horror in my notes. I'm like he pulls out when he pulls tongue. out his tongue and he turns and he smiles <laughs> like he's Pennywise the clown. I was like, oh, get this out of my TV. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's the thing is like, that's the one moment of the episode that I enjoyed. And it was because I was just so desperate for anything to be interesting. Oh. I just so desperately wanted something. And I would watch like I, every once in a while I'm into like body horror. I don't know why, but yeah, you know, like those like, uh, you guys ever watch Chernobyl? Yes. Mm-mm. There's all this stuff. Well, you know, content warning, I guess. Um, body horror. Body. <laughs> people melting <laughs> from the inside out because, you yeah. know, they're radiating. But like, that stuff to me is just like, because it's so absolutely terribly horrifying. Just yeah. horrible. We're just bags of meat. And yeah. I don't think Star Trek necessarily is the place where it should happen. But I think if you're going to do it, oh it can't God. just be like Tom pulls his tongue out. I feel like you go full all out. (laughs) That's the thing is like, I love body horror. Like, I think it's great. This uh, was one of the most disturbing things I've seen in a very long time. And like, I I watch like weird cannibal horror movies all the time. Like, this was horrifying. And I think this might be one of the most terrifying episodes of Star Trek, to be perfectly honest. It, It would be more terrifying if it didn't suck. Well, and then he ends up talking more. It'd be different if he shut the fuck up after then, but then he ends up sounding like Discovery Klingons whoa, from whoa, then whoa. on out. It sounded like the bald Klingons from Discovery. I was like, just stop talking at this point. You've pulled your tongue out. God. Also, this episode made me so mad. I was so, I spent 35 of 42 minutes furious. Just furious. Yeah, yeah. It's an enraging time. Remember when the doctor created a holographic lung for Neelix? You should have done that for Tom. You should have gave him a holographic tongue. I don't remember this. You made a holographic lung? Yeah, for yeah it was because the, the Vidians stole his lungs. Remember the Vidians were taking... Oh, yes. And they... Okay. Let's talk about body horror. The Vidians, that's body horror. <laughs> yeah. That's body it horror in Voyager. Up. That's body horror in Voyager done correctly. That when is they, some good shit. When they peeled off a guy's face and stuck it on them, that's, that's body horror done yeah, right. Yeah, that's good stuff. I forgot about those guys. Yeah. This is also the doctor... At his worst, when they were still trying to figure out the doctor, when he was like sort of pseudo data, emotionless, like kind of being a dick all the time, like before they gave the doctor his personality more. I think some of this dialogue with the doctor, though, is incredible. I actually love how much of an asshole he is to Tom. It's right at the beginning before he starts like turning into like a monster and he's being real sassy to him. And Tom comes in and is like, I've seen all of space and time. I saw everything. And the doctor's like, all right, man. Uh, now that you're done being a god, you, you got to stay here. So I got to check you out. And he's, he's just like such a Completely fucking Completely uninterested. <laughs> yeah. I did, I, that was I the, the only line, dialogue from the doctor that I liked. There, well, there was another one where um, it was just a really cheap joke, though. Uh, they said that Neelix, he had had, the last thing he drank was Neelix's coffee. And he's like, uh, uh, it's a miracle that he's alive. Just completely deadpan. <laughs> but it, it just, again, even this, I joyless to me. Joyless there, in this episode. The doctor joke I, the doctor joke that was, I was like, come on, was when he was like, all right, I'm going to wake him up now. And it, you thought he was going to like <laughs> hit him with a hypo spray or something. And he just screams in his face. I was like, all right, come on. 
I love. I'm. I will say I'm the maybe the only person that really loved that bit. I thought it was hilarious. Why got Lieutenant? He just like screams at it. It is pretty funny, actually. Maybe uh, maybe threshold is good. It's not. No, it's, it's not. not. It's there's really nothing, not. There's nothing redeeming. The I can't ice. even enjoy the <laughs> shitty salamander costumes. Things. That, at the I'm end. assuming some there's like dudes in there. There was there's a, a little, there little was person. a little person in one of them. Uh-huh. Yeah, only in one of them. Yeah, according to the trivia here, this mm-hmm. is a little making some curry. Making curry. Making some curry with Dan Curry. Do you want to take it, Mark? Do you want to say it? No, go ahead. Uh, they had a little, per- Dan Curry remarked, the most interesting thing for that is when they became lizards, that we had a little person inside a very large constructed physical lizard-like creature. And I was amazed that she was able to move around in there and get it to look so lively. Yes. Very lively. Very lively. Very lively. <laughs> Very oh lively. my! Very do you think? Uh, do you think uh, Miss Curry and Mister Curry hang out in some lizard costumes? Maybe he didn't even make them. Maybe he was like, "I got just a thing for this." Okay. Fact. Time to tell y'all what made me probably the angriest about this episode. Fire! Fire off! And that is, it won an Emmy. This is the most insane thing I've I've it ever won heard, an actually. Emmy over. Star Trek Deep Space Nine. The Visitor. The Visitor. So this, one of, if not the worst episode of Star Trek Voyager, (laughs) won an Emmy over one of, if not the best episodes of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, The Visitor. Yeah. Uh, What did it win an Emmy for? It was a makeup Emmy. So Tom Paris looking like a diseased hair loss, a disease pulsating head with two <laughs> colored eyes monster won an Emmy over Tony Todd looking like an old grandpa Cisco, which, okay. Mm, I, I get it. Okay. I but can maybe still it was the visitor. It's the best, <laughs> the best the episode problem. of DS9 ever. <laughs> Honestly, the problem here is that the visitor was nominated in the wrong category. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair. I mean, uh, what year of Emmys was this? Nineteen ninety-six. It would have been nineteen ninety-six or ninety-seven. It had to have been around. Ninety-seven is probably when they would have awarded it. Yeah. So yeah, because this was season two of Voyager and season four of DS Nine. But yeah. the fact that you can say, "Oh well, Threshold beat the Visitor for an Emmy." That's true. That's that's you all don't that have Brandon to be Braga. specific. <laughs> that's completely insane. Oh my! That God. is a fantastic episode, and we'll never do it because there's no holiday. There's content. no holiday content in the visitor. It makes me very sad. Unfortunately, yeah. it could have been great. Is it no a drama content. series technically? Dark. What is? Would it be uh, a drama series? Yeah, I would guess. Oh, it didn't get any nominations. Yes, uh, but you know, props to the makeup crew because the body horror makeup is actually pretty good. The tongue is great. The pulsing yeah. head, like the, mm. like it where it, like it's like a brainiac it's, thing. It's horrifying shit. They put they put Tom next to the warp core so he could absorb anti protons. That sounds like some new age medicine shit. Wait, that sounds like let's put him. 
Yes, I, that's I what happened. I missed this part. I completely missed this part. No, no problem when, because it's a boring episode. <laughs> that's when he. That's how he escaped and he kidnapped Janeway. Was he was he broke out next to the warp core and that's when he got away because they couldn't contain that's him. That's why I was so confused because I was like, why the fuck? How did he get into the warp core? What's going on? I I must have missed it. They rolled his gurney in there and just let him <laughs> sit next to the fucking warp core. <laughs> they really did. They're like, oh yeah, warp core is full of anti-protons. I feel like they made up anti-protons for this episode. One of many science things that they've they've made up, and they put him next to it to see if it would reverse his mutation, and um, they just went haywire. <laughs> they didn't even have the courage. Usually, I'm for a tasteful lack of action and just like seeing it, you know, from like the Cloverfield esque sort of found footage. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see the phaser blast like going through the screen, but in this one, I'm like, no, show me, show me crazy lizard. Tom <laughs> just Scurring housing away. everybody yeah. in in war in the that would have been section. awesome. Yeah, him just like killing all those people and then grabbing Janeway like a fucking like James Bond villain and jumping in a uh, a thing. So Braga, Braga tries to say. I think he's tried to do a lot of reconning of you know the history of this episode because <laughs> it's a real dark blemish on his career. He says that he was trying to do an homage to the fly, but that would have been cool. That would have been great. <laughs> I can see it. I can definitely see it. Yeah. At this point, but isn't the fly the whole idea? Like the scientist is like, hey, I'm a pretty cool scientist. I can transform things into other things. And he's trying to impress this lady. And then he accidentally makes it happen to himself yeah. and he turns into a fly, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like Tom should have been doing that to like impress Bellana. I don't know. It just Well, they, they was, tried to spin it in his character, like for his dad's approval. Yeah. Well, and he was also dating Kess at the time. Straight up dating Kess and Neelix had broken up? Kess, Kess and Neelix had been done for like five or six episodes at the time. So they were dating? Yes. Also, this whole dating a three-year-old is so gross. It's weird. Yeah, I hate it. But she's not. But she's not human. Three years old. She's like, I don't know. But that's. I thought it was weird. And he was like, "Hey, give me a kiss." And I was like, "What the fuck is going on with her?" He was with (laughs) her at the time. Okay. No, this was before Tom and Bellana were a thing. Oh, I thought Tom. I. Honestly, thought Tom and Bellana were together because she comes rushing in like, "Oh my God, Tom, you almost died!" And Kes is just chilling over there, looking terrified. By the way, and he's like, "Kiss me," and she's like, "Fuck no, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not." God, what a weird episode. I wish I could just. I, there's so much to say, but there's really not much to say. Him. Oh, here's. Here, go ahead. No, go no, ahead, no. Go, go ahead, Jan. I was just gonna say. Here's here's a wonderful. This is maybe the only good thing that kind of came out of this. In 2018, an anonymous contributor submitted a fake science paper entitled "Rapid Genetic and Developmental Morphological Change Following Extreme Celerity," under the name Lewis Zimmerman who we know is the namesake for the doctor. Incredible. Describing Paris experiment, in other words, to several predatory, quote-unquote, science journals. 
four of the science journals accepted it and one published it. So this person just like called out all these shitty science journals by submitting the (laughs) plot of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of shitty science, uh, now it might be a good time. We have a a, a big, we have a, a science correspondent. Yes. Track to the holodeck. Yep. This is a new segment. Uh, Loder, uh, he's down in Brazil, and uh, he 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 initially sent me a twelve minute long explanation of all of the, all of the science from a biological standpoint that is wrong in this episode, and that was a summary. And I was like, wow, we could he, we could go for hours here on how fucking shitty this is. But he he he, it- he attempted to to condense it to three minutes. I think he did a really great job. Uh, so this is a segment. Um, which is why <laughs> threshold is bullshit. Hello, folks. I'm Trek to the Holodeck official science correspondent, Loder, and I'm here to tell you that threshold is bullshit. Here's why it's bullshit. This whole episode centers about evolution around the concept that reaching warp time makes stone parents start to evolve at a really fast rate. The doctor specifically says that it's possible that Paris represents a future stage in human development. And Bruno Braga, Vice Producer and one of this episode's writers, has said that he was trying to make a statement about evolution not necessarily being evolving towards higher organisms. Well, needless to say, all of that's bullshit. For starters, evolution doesn't have a direction, nor does it, does it have a predestined path. Saying that's bullshit. Evolution are changes in the characteristics of a species over several generations due to mutations that occur and are positively selected by nature. Now, Tom Paris is a single organism, and evolution doesn't occur in just one generation. What the doctor should have said is that Paris is mutating at a rapid rate. But even that would be bullshit because there's got to be a cause for these mutations, a cause other than because he's evolving. Because, as I've said before, that's bullshit. Now, mutations do occur in our DNA, but the huge majority of them don't affect us at all, because they basically exchange a letter of DNA for another letter that does the same job, or because they occur in DNA that that doesn't go for anything, which, by the way, is 98% of our DNA. Now, among those mutations that do affect us, Most of them are bad and result in cancer, metabolic diseases, or hereditary disorders that will pass on to our offspring. So yeah, no bullshit transformation in some sort of B-film monster or bullshit salamander. And you might be wondering, no wait, what about those mutations that are beneficial to us? Well, those are very rare, and when they do occur in one single organism, they don't count as evolution. To actually stand a chance to make evolutionary difference, they have to be passed on to offspring. That is, they have to occur in sperm and egg cells. Most mutations don't. And they have to accumulate throughout several generations to actually change something significant in the species. And as I said before, Paris is a single organism for fuck's sake. Finally, the idea that Paris is evolving to some sort of weird lizard fish is bullshit, because Paris is way cooler than that. So, to summarize what happens in this episode, some bullshit pseudoscientific mutation that turns Paris into a bullshit creature from the Black Lagoon ripoff, and then a bullshit salamander. And I cannot have emphasize this enough. That is not evolution. That is bullshit. Uh, so, yeah, this, this whole episode is bullshit, basically. Uh, there's, there's a tolerance normally in science fiction for a little bit of science bullshit, especially in Star Trek. 
Oh, I'm all in on the science bullshit. I'm why, a big fan of it. Why does this? Why do we have no tolerance here? The uh, the idea of this warp ten being in every place at one time. It's insanity. It's so stupid. And he like brings up like, I went home and I was with the Klingons and I was with the Kazon and I was in other galaxies. What a stupid statement that is. It's just I- so <laughs> dumb. Like, and he doesn't have like anything interesting to say about it. He's just like, no. yeah, I mean. And I was in the mess it, hall. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> I would have preferred him getting hit by like, uh, an asteroid and an alien getting into his body and like rapidly making him age or something or like evolve or whatever the fuck was happening. Anything would have been better. I mean, the Borg, the Borg travel at trans warp and do like crazy high speeds all the time. That is faster than, than warp 9.975 or whatever, whatever the fastest speed the Voyager does. And they're not everywhere at once. That's insanity. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Come on, because they use like the Borg use like transwarp conduits, right? They like right. they surf basically, right? They're sure. they're like they they put their little cube on a spatial <laughs> river and they go they floaty they float, float down the space river at <laughs> you know many times the speed of warp. Uh, this is just a guy who strapped some weird ass dilithium to his shuttle and shot himself through space. And shot himself through not space. Not even shot himself through space. He just was everywhere. You know <laughs> what? Like, this this is this is Tom Paris Florida manning himself. <laughs> he just he just straight up Florida mans himself. And it's, he turns I, into a lizard. <laughs> oh, fucking stupid. This is, this is Tom Mer- Tom Paris Florida man and especially the way that the transwarp is portrayed too it's like a, a little too sexual for me cuz yeah. like he's he's rumbling he's like we're at 9 9.8 9.9 and then he's like oh, oh. oh. we've done it we're transwarp we're transwarping <laughs> i need a cigarette yeah. it's like why is transwarp more stable than warp nine point nine seven five? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> absolutely zero Where are the, sense. What are the shields doing right now? There's a reason the 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 simulations are ripping the the thing apart. It's just because like, he's I don't everywhere. Normally, go ahead. He's everywhere. Yeah. That's why. Because he's everywhere. I don't normally think about like light delay or communication and stuff in Star Trek because I just can just headcanon be like they use a subspace frequency so they can communicate instantaneously. Mm-hmm. But it really bothered me in this episode how fast he was going, but the, the communication was being instant. Like he's so f- much, if he's going that fast, he's yeah. so far. I couldn't wrap my head around it either <laughs> because it was like transwarp. He can go anywhere. And I was like, bro, he's like, he's so far away from them right now. <laughs> how are you talking? He literally said other galaxies, Jeez. other galaxies. <laughs> Hypothetically, they should be able to talk. They should be able to talk to home. To the fucking Alpha Quadrant. They should have sent a message. Yeah. Why did, Fuck you, Dad. Why didn't he pop out at Earth? Why did he pop out back at Voyager? Why not pop out at Earth? He should have popped out at Earth and been like, hey, uh, we're in the Yo, Alpha Quadrant. We're here. Um, we're alive. Yeah, this is where we are. I'm going to hop back, though, uh, you know, because I can't leave them alone. But I saw everything. I saw it all. I saw it all. <sighs> just God absolutely damn. brutal and and also let's just 
we need to talk about this. We haven't even started just, to talk about it. We haven't even really started to talk about it. Um, Kazon's conspiracy. Love this. Big fan of this subplot that goes absolutely fucking nowhere. Voyager, right. which is not a serialized show. It's a serialized show that everybody has refused to make actually serialized, right? Like it should have been serialized, but they didn't. They're like, you know, in this episode where they go trans warp and turn into a salamander, Tom turns into a salamander. We should also have two scenes where the guy that nobody remembers the name of sends some information to a Kazon that we never see again. We should just have that happen. This what does like, it add? This was like they said, there's no A and B plot to this. There's only l- one plot. It and is this, very OG Star Trek in that it, way, yeah. It seemed like they were like, we can set up this side plot. Maybe like the Kazon will get involved and that's that'll be the whole thing. At the beginning when they focus on that one guy, I was like, who the fuck? Why yeah, he did like a, he guy? did like a turn over the shoulder, like, ooh, yeah. I'm watching. And I was yeah. like, who the, who the hell are you? Who the fuck are you? And then they show that one shot of him delaying, giving the information to Kazon. And I kind of perked up my chair and I was like, oh, cool. Okay. What's this? And then I, they never come back. <laughs> it, it feels like the Kazon should have kidnapped it or, you know, done something yeah. and it should have backfired and mm-hmm. done something way worse, right? That's what it, that's the classic plot that it set up. Yeah. Like, Oh, we've got trans warp, but the Kazon came in and fucked it all up. And now people Tom's are turning a, into lizards yeah. or, like or everybody's turning into lizards. Or, or something. an after credit scene where they, you see them on the planet scooping up the lizard babies or something like, Oh, yeah. maybe they'll use that or well, something. <laughs> God something. damn. No, that is the craziest bit though. To me is that they have lizard offspring on another planet somewhere in three days. <laughs> that that fully lizard me babies out. in three days. It grossed me out more than the body horror by about <laughs> ten orders of magnitude. I I love the I know you hated it, Mark, but the tongue coming out and all oh, that stuff, gosh. incredible stuff. This flaky skin and the the stuff. So gross. What I can't accept is that he kidnaps Janeway, the captain, and she turns into a lizard, and they fuck as lizards. Why did he that do grossed that? me out more than anything else. I, Why did that bother me so much? Because <laughs> it's fucking gross and weird. Because then you're th- trying to think about how they have sex. Those lizards, how? I'm trying to picture it in my head, and, and I turned, can't. They turned into lizards. I saw I saw a YouTube video of like a deleted scene, and it was the view screen from Voyager, and it was like, Two salamanders, like in real life, just like going at it <laughs> on the view screen. It just like deleted scene from Threshold. It's just like I oh, just God. I also I can't handle how much of a cloud must hang over them at all times. Well, the doctor ever the doctor cured them so fucking fast too, so fast. Which, by the way, did they? Ex- I know they explained it, but what was the explanation? What did he do? Just de-evolved them. Literally, literally turned them back. The the, expl- the explanation is, like, I need to push their cells back so hard that they turn back into themselves. Couldn't they not breathe it. oxygen anymore? Wasn't that a whole thing? He stopped breathing oxygen? Yeah. Yeah, but, but then the planet that they live on, or they went to, they did breathe oxygen, presumably, because Chakotay and... 
uh, God, Vulcan, so Mr. Much Vulcan. <laughs> bullshit Wait, no, about this episode. They don't breathe oxygen, but then he dies, comes back to life, and then breathes oxygen. And he does breathe fine. oxygen again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so mad, guys. Why didn't they put <laughs> as many people as they could in the shuttle, send them to Earth, have them turn into salamanders, and then the doctor just turn them back into humans again at Earth? That That's actually wild. a really good question. That yeah. to me, that makes perfect sense. And now you have, and then send the shuttle back to Voyager, and then just do that as many trips as you need. Fuck. I, the, they run I, out yeah. of the juice. I why did they? The rock, the Gatorade, or whatever. The, <laughs> the I just, I just got Voyager back to Earth. All the Voyager crew back to Earth in season two. It took them seven seasons. I solved Fuck. the problem threshold style. I'm just You're saying. right. That is actually a huge plot hole thinking about it. Which now, is why they decanonized this episode. The only episode did. in all of Voyager to be decanonized is, is Threshold. Is it decanonized? Officially. I don't think it is. Officially really? decanonized. Yep. Just prove it to me, Mark. I will I d- I I'll go you. on doubt. and find. <laughs> I press X to doubt. I will go and find it now. They've decanonized. That okay. makes perfect sense. They, somebody well, they was should. probably like, this is too glaring of a fucking plot hole. It's a huge plot hole. <laughs> Anytime trans work comes up, plot hole, big big issue. Like in the Kelvin movies, mm-hmm. they they have trans warp beaming, where you can just warp, you can beam yourself anywhere. You know, I was thinking about this even on Voyager. Actually, this episode because they were like, he falls down and she's like, uh, beam him to the the you know deck or whatever, and he's like, I can't, I can't lock on, and then it, I just thought. Why do they need the room? Because it seems like they can really just zap anyone from anywhere, especially on planets. So why do they need the room where they're teleporting? Well, it's a site to site. It's kind of like how you can cook rice stovetop, but you can also just have a rice cooker, and a rice cooker just will do all the thinking for you. It just takes care of it. Okay. That's the way I think of it. Like a transporter pad, beaming somebody onto a pad, trans- anybody can do a transporter pad beam. Okay. But doing a site to site, it's a little you're more like, difficult. You're pulling somebody through your system and then putting them somewhere else. You know, okay. that's it just that's takes my a little more cannon. skill. That's what it is. It's a little bit more skill. But with the the deck, you just press a button and they get zapped. Yeah, <laughs> it just does all the calculations for you. Yeah. I'm just, hey, Mark, I'm, I'm killing as much time as possible here so you can I, find the so evidence. So they say, they say the showrunners, the showrunners have all but decanonized it, including there's a, 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 um, um, a line in a later season where Tom talks about never having gone to transwarp before and not knowing how to maneuver through transwarp conduits. And so people view that as not understanding and not having participated in it, but there's no official. So I recant my statement, mea culpa. I, I can't. Oh, it's all good. He's it's been cool. everywhere, I, including multiple galaxies. My He's bad. been everywhere He's been now. Everywhere. <laughs> I just can't get over the fact that they at a later point wrote that he's never been to Transwarp after an episode that is seared into everyone's fucking brain where he turns into a lizard and has sex with Janeway. I, 
Yeah. How could they just pretend like that didn't and, happen? And here's the thing too. It's canon canon for sure because it's it's referenced in lower decks, which <laughs> yeah. to me now is the is the new canonifier of true. like it is the seal that like really that's locks true. something that's in true. as canon. <laughs> Cause it in not only is there a salamander in it, but like um the episode where we'll always have Tom Paris, mm-hmm. Mariner does reference that she says like isn't he is he still a salamander which is funny <laughs> but also it does bother me how sometimes how much in lower decks like everybody they, just knows everything about yeah. what happened to other right. starships yeah i guess like okay voyager it makes sense because like they got back from the delta quadrant so i bet everybody would be like what fucking happened? They just like read all the logs, you know, like that's crazy. All this stuff. <laughs> I found this log that got deleted and it <laughs> says that Tom and Janeway turned to lizards and had sex. <laughs> no, I think way. I'm bothered too. Cause like Janeway is the mom. Yeah. Maybe that's bothering me is that she's the mom character. It'd be different if he took like, but he, the thing is he couldn't take Kess someone like or Kess Bolana. or Bolana because they're not fully human. And so mm, they wouldn't have evolved in the same way to become salamanders. Yeah. So he had to have taken a human person. And what other woman could he have taken? And that's there's literally no it's other just Janeway. Seven of Nine wasn't human. even on the on the <laughs> ship yet. So there are no other human women on on board. They're not that we know by name because <laughs> yeah. that's by the name. way that Voyager works. It's like we they, just they have- could have. They could have introduced random uh, crew member working. I mean, sure, you know, so it didn't have to be Janeway. Kate Mulgrew has said this is her least favorite episode. It makes her the most uncomfortable. I'm shocked. It, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate I, it. I want like a an episode if they ever do like a Tom Paris show. You know that just never happened. They do Tom Paris, Paris show like Picard. Yeah, it's yeah. like Picard's called Paris, Paris. and his. Uh, lizard offspring come back to like haunt him yeah and like get back at him he sees like paintings of them like the card does of dodge (laughs) it's a classic like the lizard shows up and is like you abandoned me dad (laughs) i found out that you were my dad and you abandoned me and now i'm gonna kill you and kill all your friends the other two are like cool like they, they it's all a path for Paris to like find redemption exactly through yeah. his lizard children yeah, yeah there's one bad lizard there's a bad egg <laughs> there's always a bad egg I'm assuming that they're they were uh hatched. started out as eggs yeah God uh, the, I don't even want to think about it I don't I want to throw this out there in in 1996 the internet is fairly nascent in terms of like the public using it mm-hmm <clears throat> So Jerry Taylor, the one of the showrunners, writes, she, she or not didn't write, she said, we're taking a lot of flack for that this episode. There's been a la- there's been a real lashing out. I recognize that people who are on the internet and who write us letters are a tiny portion of our audience, but when it is as <laughs> overwhelming as it was on this episode, you begin to take notice. So imagine 1996 internet. Fucking homies just go- going off on going the Twitter. <laughs> You gotta Going think, on the you gotta think Trekkies, Trekkies are probably on, They're on the internet. Online. They're there. They're Absolutely. on the web. <laughs> yeah. The, you know she's scrolling the message boards and they're all, this sucked. Hated this episode. Hated this episode. Oh, man. Um, I'm just so mad. Uh, infinite Velocity. Is this more bad science here? Infinite Velocity. That doesn't mean anything. 
5 billion gigaquads of information. Love gigaquads. How many external hard drives do they have hooked up into the Voyager computer? <laughs> well, and the information was just from like around where they were, right? Didn't she say it was like just from like their location? I don't know. It's from the shuttle, right? That was logged during the transwarp. Transwarp? 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 It wasn't... It was just Didn't warp, Tom go everywhere? warp 10. God. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Just trying to dissect you know what would have this been, information. This would have been Transwarp like this, the way that it's posited here, would have been a cool 2001 Space Odyssey-esque thing or like... um. Even even Star Trek The Motion Picture, the very long movie where mm-hmm. Spock goes through the 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 brain of V'ger and sees all the crazy shit. That would have been a cool trippy sequence for for Tom. That we didn't would get have that. been fucking cool. No, we yeah. just saw him disappear, get off, <laughs> and then come back. That's what we oh, saw. He got off. No, he did. We <laughs> saw him. Yeah, we saw him go. Ugh. Warp 10 and then oh. come back. It's like, oh, warp 10. And then he came back and it was like, I saw everything. And it was like, hey, why couldn't we see him galaxies. see everything? Oh, galaxies. So cool. Like uh, mind horror, like Cthulhu esque, like, you know, elder god sort yeah. of shit. Getting that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Uh, when Ch- was it Tuvok or Chakote who, who ch- shot the lizard? I don't Which know, but it immediately it. went, it immediately went <laughs> and just like Splatted. hit the ground. And I yeah. laughed so hard. I was like, yes, stun the other yes. one. <laughs> the thing is like, I, I kind of just, in my mind, I feel like they just kill them. Just like, this is, well, they wouldn't have wanted this. There was they, the dialogue. Is- there was the dialogue where it was like, there's traits of human DNA in there. And they were like, which one's which? And he's like, well, I imagine Janeway is the female one. And I was like, what is going on with this conversation right now? Like, who cares? Put the salamanders on the fucking ship. Like, Let's why, get the why fuck do we out of here? <laughs> just go. I'm just so mad. I, w- I, I feel like generally we're a pretty positive podcast because we can find the joy in most oh. episodes. Yeah. A tough time this time around. Uh, oh, um, I, oh, no, this hmm? is in the holodeck. Sorry, I had one last note, but it takes place in the holodeck. So <laughs> okay, we'll have to wait till let's, later. Let's go to the archive then. And <laughs> yeah. If I would wrap this up. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, McCall, nice to see you today. Oh. Pert, how are you? Uh, can you, I'm, I'm getting some like blue veins in my head. Can you see those? Do you see the blue veins? I, I do see some yeah, blue veins. Yeah, those yes. are, you might want to get those checked out. Awesome. No, I'm good. I don't need to get them checked out. I'll be fine. Do you mind if I do some work while we hang out? I'm just trying to check some. Sure. Some of the code of the doctor. Uh, yeah. Why? Why are you checking code? Oh, he's been saying all this weird stuff. He's been just completely misusing scientific terms like evolution and mutation and protein and celerity. And I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. I would say you should go and get that checked out, for example. But who knows what he'd say? Yeah, he'd probably. I'd probably 
well, knowing what happened to Tom, I'm probably going to die and then come back to life as a lizard. Wait, what? That's probably what's going to happen. Did you go I on the Warp makeup. 10 ship? I transwarped. It was awesome. You, you transwarped? It was so fucking cool. I saw everything. I saw Ho- everything. Hold on, hold on a second. I mean, that's interesting, but... Uh, not you know, not interesting enough for us to explore. Uh, McCall, you seem to be on the edge of your seat there when he he said he he transwarped. Well, I just wanted to start my communicator real quick. Just say again, real, just for me to go ahead. I I Hold transwarped. On. I saw everything. I saw everything. I saw Ma- all of it. McCall, why are you pointing your chest out towards his, towards Pert's mouth? No. Yeah, I'm just making some notes and recording some stuff. It's not a big deal. Do you want to know what else I saw other than everything? Would that per, be good for your p- recording? Please, nobody cares. McCall, are you a, some sort of Maki spy? Doing some Maki spy stuff right now? You guys know I was here with Chicote's crew? Like, that's not a big deal. No, it's not a big deal if you're if you're totally 100% keeping it real. But, yeah. Come on. Team Voyager. That's that's why we're here, you know. Getting back it's to a, it, getting back to Earth or whatever, you know. Okay. If if do you have nothing to hide, then give me your tricorder. Yeah. Then, you know, and also when I saw everything. Stop talking about uh, everything. I saw Pert. Okay. You well, just actually, keep saying Pert, I am, everything. Actually, McCall, hold on a second. Pert, I, I am interested in what you're about to say. Yeah, me too. What, keep what are you about keep to talking. Say? When I saw everything. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw everything that you were doing that's bad. Shit. If that, I feel like I'm not making any sense. My brain is moving really fast right now. Sure. McCall, what I'm trying what, to say is everything yeah. that I saw is everything that you did bad. It did bad. Well, I mean, bad. What's who's doing bad stuff? What about this thing about this doc with the doctor? What's going on with the doctor? Evolution? What? Okay, I just what? <laughs> yeah, okay, what's going on? You you you've been hanging out with Michael Jonas a lot recently, and I just was wondering if it just had anything to do with that. Like he's kind of a nobody really hangs out with him because he's kind of bad news. Or, uh, was, Listen, me and Michael and Seska, we just play cards. We have a good time, you know? When I saw everything they were playing, they were doing more than just playing cards. Listen, Bert, why don't you tell us more about everything that's not with me? Did you see, like, the Klingons or other galaxies? Nope, I just saw you guys not playing cards. Damn it. Bert, Pert, when you went everywhere and saw everything, did you think about? And I've already, I've already given Tom Paris a lot of shit for this, uh-huh. but did you think about maybe just going to popping into Earth real quick and telling no. them okay. that wasn't on my mind? I did see Earth because I did in fact see everything. Yeah, uh, they're doing pretty well. Everyone seems to be healthy and and happy. I'm not really doing this for, to help us get out of the quadrant. I. Mostly, oh man, sorry, my head is starting to hurt really bad. Uh, yeah, I'm, well, this peeling. Yeah, yeah, the skin's starting to peel. That's I was the say, next your phase. Your hair looks like you're falling out. Hair's falling out. This is it's going according to plan. I really just want to become a lizard so I can uh, create lizard babies and sell them as pets. That's I'm starting a a, 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 a 
future human lizard pet store called uh, the future human lizard pet store that is brilliant i think that is genius why do you want to say that a little bit louder to mccall why don't you keep talking about that why don't you keep talking about that extra loud i'm i'm starting a pet store of the humans that evolve it so what happens when i saw everything and everywhere you make you become you evolve into the a bigger being mccall your your communicator i see it's covering up there's an other communicator under it. This is a Kazon communicator under your Starfleet communicator. Uh, mm, d- uh, He's a spy. He's um, a spy. Uh, uh, is, your That's tongue, what it is. is your tongue feeling normal, um, Pert? Uh, How's your tongue hold, doing? Hold on. Hold on. No, don't do that. Don't do, you remember what happened what? to Tom's tongue? Yeah, it's going to come out. I hope you guys are ready for this. <laughs> no, this no don't. We need your Check information. It no, 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 no. Is your tongue feeling okay? Why don't, why don't you pull on it? It's gone. I'm <laughs> gone. You got a head tongue? Why did you do that? Okay, well, I'm going to put this... T- I'm going to put this in the replicator. It's disgusting. It's absolutely no, I don't I'm going to put it in a box. So, Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it in the replicator from here. What? Watch me. I'm gonna make the shot. Hey, All right, it. get it. Kobe. Oh, oh. nailed it! Nice <sighs> hat. Nice hat. Okay. Well, McCall, I will uh, see you later. Yeah. This is uh. This has been really illuminating. This has been a great conversation. I'll uh. I'm gonna go hang out with Seska for a little bit. And- uh- Oh, by the way, um, could you just hold on to these codes? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, these are t- codes to the warp core. I was going to say, you got any schematics maybe for the transwarp? Uh, yeah, I got lots of schematics. Yeah, that'd be great, too. Maybe I can hold on to those for you. Yeah, yeah. Definitely <gasps> nothing bad will happen if you use... Oh, oh uh, Pert, uh, stop. Oh. You can't do that here. Uh-oh, we got I'm some... Di- I'm dying. I think I'm dying. I think yeah. I'm dying. You are dying, Pert. I think I'm dying. But don't worry. We'll figure it... We'll just... I'm just going to take him to the warp core. I'm going to put him right next to the warp core, and it'll... Sounds good. I've got some communications to uh, send out, so I'll just take these codes yeah. and... Uh... Yeah. Oh, and um, Tuvok should meet you on the way, so... Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm going to head the other direction, so... All right. Yeah, see, well, see you all around. You know, Hey, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Jesus. Shorter Christ. shorter one tonight. <laughs> I don't know. It felt long, just like this episode. It, We're sorry, everybody. <laughs> All right, let's rate the holodeck Let's rate stuff. this fucking God, thing. God, fucking holodeck. All right, dialogue. I don't know. Uh, Well, this is actually more camp, so I'm not going to bring it up. Uh dialogue's fine what? i don't know zero for me that's a I'm, zero I'm punishing this episode one from mark damn zero from dylan uh i'm gonna give it a point five. okay point five. romance zero big goose egg well well there's a little love between tom and his beloved ship he's i mean it's a little there is kind of that sexual tension i'll give you know? it a point five i'll give it a point five <laughs> Zero. I'm going to give it a zero also. <laughs> you tricked me. Action. They fake go to transwarp, but Three. it doesn't... 
You give it a three? Yeah, he blew up the ship. We thought he was going to die. That's true. true. It did blow up. Forgot that. I'll give it a 1.5. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one. I don't know why it feels that it just doesn't doesn't mean anything. anything. Suspense. What the, what is happening? Is Tom it is a cold die? open? It's a cold open, so we don't actually know that he's not in the ship. That mm-hmm. not in the ship for real. That's true. So there I is said a little bit of suspense. Two point five. Two five from Mark. We'll give it a two. Dylan. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give it a two as well. Camp. Okay, this is what I want to talk about. Uh. Why does Tom say nacell? Nacell. He keeps calling them nacells. And then later in the episode, he calls them nacelles, like they're normally pronounced. I and do that sometimes. I, I, I pronounce something one way, and then I pronounce it differently. At a, he just at a said it time. so many my, times. My GPI, my GPI, my GPS when I drive into work says Marina Del Rio, like, on when I'm on my drive to work, and then when I get closer to it, it says Marina Del Rey. So I mean, people just do that. I I don't. It was weird. I just he just emphasized it in such it, a weird way. It's strange, and and normally I'd be interested Nacelle. in exploring it. Nacelle. but I'm not. Zero. <laughs> I'm gonna give Camp a bit of a two just for the nacelle thing and Blana saying. You died, like, right at that the end. That is pretty good. I You're like giving that. it a zero mark for camp. I'm actually, I feel like it's the whole, like, uh, 9.7, <laughs> 9.8. I think that is pretty campy, but I'm going to give it a three. <clears throat> Stakes. Eh. It's a zero. Zero from me. Because we don't know what's going on. How, how can we care? Tom might die. Right. Those are pretty high stakes. F- this episode. <laughs> Excuse my language. No, f- it. Computer, what's the final score? Calculating. 1.06. Better than, better than last week's. Is it, it is. better? The, here's the thing. Last though. week's was like, like 0.8 or something like that. It was, yeah. The Code thing about Code of Honor is it's so bafflingly racist and bad that it's at least like laughable. This is just like not fun. Like there's nothing enjoyable about it. So this. we got a point to bump because of no racism. That's what it was. <laughs> it's that no racism bump. The, the much vaunted nine years <laughs> worth of development. No racism. Oh man, I can't. I can't spend more time on this. I'm let's so, go home. Let's I'm go done. home. Let's We're go to done. Earth and tell them to get us out of the Delta Quadrant. God, have the doctor us heal us once we get dick. to Earth. Yes, please, please heal us. Heal so, us from this episode. So we should do another bad episode next week. This is torture. We should do Star Trek: The Next Generation season two, episode twenty-two. Shades of Grey. Okay. It's the clip show. It's fuck the one yeah. where Riker oh, is dying. Fuck, fuck. Yes. <laughs> I'm so bummed. I'm not going to be here for this episode. You're not going to be here? Which I'm means, gone. Which means I'll probably be which back. Which means this guy is going to be here. <laughs> Mark, Mark is never going to want to come back on the podcast because we're going to do it so Mark many bad episodes. Mark loves talking track. You know Mark. Uh, he loves talking track. 
Mark Dylan, only refers to himself in third person. Now that's how Mark does it, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Special thanks to Lodaire, our science correspondent, for their Ooh, help. Thank you, Lodaire. Thank you, thank you, uh, Lodaire thank you. found us, I'm not sure how he found us, I think maybe on Twitter, but he's also very active on our Discord. Go check you it out. Sh- yeah, should check it out. We need uh, 99 more fans. You could find a link to our Discord on our Instagram profile, in our link mm-hmm. tree. Where our Instagram is at Trek to the Holodeck. Check it us out there. Uh, make if sure you to listen subs- to this on whatever thing you're... I'm sorry, man. I'm just flying through fucking, it. Fucking... Yeah. Ah! I'm, I'm done. I'm done saying <laughs> Then stuff. go. Just do it. You fucking just finish subscribe. it off. Subscribe. Yeah, subs- subscribe on Google Podcasts and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all those other cool podcasting platforms. I'm done. I'm not doing you're it done? anymore. You're done? You're yeah. done? Okay. The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. The music was provided by Body Lion. Use permission by the Midwest Collective. CBS Viacom, CBS, leave us alone. We're not. We're just a fan podcast. We're cool. Mark, thank you. Aren't you guys hosted by somebody? Indiesaurus. Fuck. <laughs> You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. <laughs> Uh, yeah, shout out to Indiesaurus, our beautiful network that hosts us. We all we didn't forget about you. Didn't. Definitely didn't. Thank you, Darius, for editing. And thank you. Thank for you listening. for listening to Threshold. Jeez. Yeah, Don't watch the episode. Damn, this was a terrible episode. It's all but decanonized. We're so sorry. Computer and program. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite and for a while i almost forgot he was a hologram that means the holodeck safeties are off computer execute complete shutdown of the holodeck all holo simulations have been terminated 